infallible in authority, universal in interest, personal in application, inspired in totality. I'll read it through. Write it down. Pray it in. Work it out. And then pass it on until I become a living proof of Zion where God dwells. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. Spirit of God, we ask that tonight you will speak to us. We ask that you will teach us your word, nothing but your word. Let every error be removed, and let only you have the preeminence tonight. I come under the anointing to teach, and your children come under the anointing to receive. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Please take your seats. Welcome somebody to your left, your right to church. If you're in the back, move forward. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you're at the back, please move forward. You know when God wants to move, he moves from the front. He decides to move from the front so that when you're at the back, by the time he reaches the anointing, he has dissipated. He's finished. <laughs> so don't be in the habit of sitting at the back. The, I think one of the 14 days, when the Holy Spirit came, he came only to the front, to all those that were receiving here, only here. They were the ones, yeah, all those that were at the back. He ignored everybody. So keep sitting at the back. Okay. <laughs> keep sitting at the back. And uh, I hope you brought your notebooks. Very important. Or you brought your iPads, can I see by hands writing materials? Notebook, iPad. Very important. You need it. Yeah. Even him is testifying that you need it. <laughs> the reason is simple. Um, yeah, no, yes, now. Keep quiet now. The reason is simple. Um, last Sunday, I started by making us understand that people err because of their level of understanding. And people also go up by the level of understanding. You don't get impacted because you pray. You get impacted and you impart your world because you have understanding. And understanding here, we're talking about knowing what to do per time with what you have. Um, there is no special thing God brings to us. We already have what he wants to give us. What matters is knowing what to do with what we have. And that's where a lot of Christians have problems. So we said in Proverbs 2 verse 2, It says, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom. So when it comes to wisdom, 
you hear wisdom. But that wisdom will not benefit you unless you apply your heart to understanding that wisdom. That's why the scripture said that a poor man, uh, no, a, wi a, a wise man with all his wisdom, he gave his wisdom, the wisdom saved the city. Yet, he himself was poor. Why? Because the wisdom he had was not applicable to him. It can be given to others, but not him. But you'll not be like that one. So it says, apply your heart to what? Understanding. The scripture says, in all you're getting, get wisdom. And in all, sorry, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get what? Understanding. So wisdom is not enough unless you have understanding. And um, the way you get understanding is not just a one-off thing. It's something that happens over time. And it's something you have used and keep using until you become one with the thing. So when you become one with the wisdom you are operating, you say you have understanding. Because even when you cough, it will produce. And people will not understand. From now to thy kingdom come, there's no way you can take wealth from Donald Trump. President or not president, he will be rich. And he will continue to be rich. And the rich respect him. Only poor people say rubbish things about Donald Trump. The rich respect him. Why? Because he has money. And he knows how to get it. He didn't get it when he became president. He got it before he became president. So even after presidency, he didn't go into presidency to get money. Not like African leaders who go there to go and get money. No, no, no. no. Praise God. Donald Trump can, Donald Trump can say anything and get away with it. Because <laughs> the guy is rich. And, uh, and to a large extent, as much as we don't like the things he say, they are true. <laughs> Only that not everybody's bold like Donald Trump to say it. He, he will lose nothing if he says it. Yeah. So he will say it anyhow. Um, there were past presidents. They will be very diplomatic. We're getting to a world where diplomacy is just, that's why we have Boris. Boris is uh, he's a our type of leader. We need him. Where he can rough, <laughs> they do rough leaders. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Anyway, let's, that's just by the way. Um, First Kings chapter 4, verse 29. And tonight we want to look at the word I've titled, he called light out of darkness. Hallelujah. Amen. He called light out of darkness. And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding. So you find out that wisdom does not go without understanding. Anytime a man is associated with wisdom, one of the things that is characteristic of that man is what? Understanding. Which means that he doesn't just have knowledge. He doesn't just have the know-how. He also knows how to apply it. So 
irrespective of where he is, he can apply that thing and get the same results. That's wisdom and understanding. And Solomon was given wisdom and what? Understanding. Exceeding much and largeness of heart, even as the sun that is on the sea shore. Can we take that scripture in another verse, maybe in another version, maybe a message, please. God gives Solomon wisdom, the deepest of understanding and the largest of hearts. There was nothing beyond him, nothing he couldn't handle. Wow. Nothing he couldn't what? Handle. Why? Wisdom and understanding. And the way you will get it this year is not by being casual about the information that is passed on to you, but what? Applying your heart to that wisdom. That's why I wanted you to have your notes. It's very important. Amen. Very, very what? Important. Importante, very very important. Matthew chapter, Mark chapter 4, verse 3. Mark chapter 4, verse 3. It says, listen, what do you make of this? A farmer planted seed, next verse, as he scattered the seed, some of it fell on the ground and birds ate it. Some fell in the gravel, it sprouted quickly, but didn't put down roots. So when the sun came up, it withered just as quickly. Some fell in the weeds. As it came up, it was strangled among the weeds, and nothing came of it. Some fell on good ground or good earth and came up with a flourish. Somebody say, I'll flourish this year. And it says, that seed also produced a harvest. A harvest means that it's not the same seed that was planted. There has been what? Multiplication. In other words, whatever you have as wisdom has produced more in your life. Producing a harvest, exceeding his wildest dreams. Wow. You will exceed your wildest dream this year. But it comes with a price. Verse 9. Are you listening to this? Really listening? That's a message. Are you listening? Really listening? When they were off by themselves, those who were close to him, along with the 12, asked about the stories. He told them, you have been given insight into God's kingdom. You know how it works. So it's not just having information, knowing how it works. Knowing how it what? Works. That's very important. So that you don't need a pastor every time you are in trouble. You can do it by what? Yourself. That's what understanding does. It says, you know how it works, but those who can't see it yet, everything comes in stories, creating readiness, nudging them toward receptive insight. These are people whose eyes are open but don't see a thing. 
whose ears are open but don't understand a word who avoid making an about face and getting forgiven <laughs> in other words they are pretending bold face they they look like they got it they are strong the only way you know the person got it is when the person has problems and there are situations to deal with and you are under pressure then you know the person ain't got it he's just doing bold face ain't got it he continued do you see how this story works all my story stories work this way verse 14 the farmer plants the word <laughs> so jesus is saying all his stories they all work the same way he says some people are like the seed that falls on the hardened soil of the road no sooner do they hear the word than satan snatches away what has been planted in them so anytime we hear the word of god planting is taking place but he says satan can steal that word is it true is it possible yes do you know how i get to know your life your life is an evidence of what is going on inside you your mouth is an evidence of what is going on inside you it's okay if all of us confess and profess and recite the word but what happens to you and how you react is telling me what the state of your heart is and some are like the seed that lands in the gravel when they first hear the word they respond with great enthusiasm verse 17 but there is such shallow soil of character that when the emotions wear off and some difficulty arrives there is nothing to show for it when there's trouble and the troubles will come why would they come tohu bohu tresek that's the world okay that is the world so you were born into it you were born into tohu you were born into what? Bohu. You were born into Trasek. The seed cast in the weeds represent the ones who hear the kingdom news. 19. But are overwhelmed with worries about all the things they have to do and all the things they want to get. Oh, I want a car. Oh, I want a house. Oh, my children. Oh, that. Oh, days. Oh, that you worry about too many things. Like Jesus told Martha. Says you matter about too many. You worry too much. They have to do all the things they want to get. The stress strangles what they had. And nothing comes out of it. Stress. So these are real stress and 2020 don't think there will be no stress we can anoint you with oil until you are roasted but the stress will come what will make the difference is what you use that anointing to do with the stress the stress strangles what they had and nothing comes out of it or comes of it next verse 20 but the seed planted in a good, good earth represents those who hear the word. Just take note. They hear the word. 
to they embrace it and after embracing the word they produce a harvest so the word preached to you will not make any difference unless we see a harvest and you must determine in 2020 there must be a harvest there must be an improvement. Your life must be going forward. Don't be in the same cycle. Break the cycle and move on forward. And produce a harvest beyond their wildest dreams. That same scripture can be seen in Matthew 13. Let's take the verse 18 to 23. I want to show you something there. Matthew 13. 18 to 23. But in the King James, not in there. It says, Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, so the reason why Satan comes to steal the word is not because you didn't hear the word, but because you did not what? Understand it. And understandeth it not. Then cometh the wicked one and catches away the that which was what sown where in his heart. So anointing or no anointing, pronouncements or no pronouncements will not work unless the seed is sown where in your heart. This is he which receives seed by the wayside. Can you give me that same verse in, verse in the message now? The Matthew 13, 18. These eaters are so hot, I'm feeling so uncomfortable. She studied this story of the farmer planting seed. Verse 19. When anyone hears news of the kingdom and doesn't take it in, it remains on the surface. He doesn't what? Take it where? In. So there is a taking in. And that taking in is called understanding. No, not for me. You can push it. Maybe people are cold. You just push it there somewhere. <laughs> me, I don't need it. Me, I'm too hot. When anyone hears the news of the kingdom and doesn't take it in. And the other version says what? doesn't what understand it and i told you on sunday that understanding comes by applying your heart to it amen by applying what your heart to it great if you have that then this whole year you will come to bible studies to write and take notes and when you go home don't just take notes because what you hear once will not produce anything. It needs to go deep. And the way it goes deep is you keep hearing. Because it's a planting process. So maybe when you came, all you had was a tingling of the soil of your heart. So you go back to the sound cloud. You go back to the YouTube channels. How many of us are connected to our YouTube channel? Yeah, you go back and listen to the same messages over and over again. Go back to SoundCloud. Go and listen over and over again. It's not enough just hearing on Wednesday, hearing on Sunday. It won't produce much. 
you must give it attention. Amen? I'm very, very serious about this. That's why I'm taking my time to talk about this. Very, very important. You must pay attention so that at the point when you wake up from your sleep or anywhere, the message will just come out of your heart. When the devil attacks you, it will come out of your heart. When you come under stress, it will come out of your heart. But if you don't apply yourself to it, it's not going to produce. Praise God. Well, in that case, let's get into the word. Calling light out of darkness. I love that. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4 to 6. Oh, Jesus, we give you praise. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4 to 6. It says, and all they have eyes, for this is the fashionable God of darkness. Do, do you remove it from the message now? Put it in King James. I like it. Fashionable. We don't want fashionable. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Least the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, okay, the Hebrew, Hebrews says the effulgence, the brightness, the shining of God, should shine unto them. Now, for them not to receive the gospel, the Bible says that their minds were blinded, which means that so that they will not have what? Understanding. They will not be able to conceive the word. They will not be able to receive the word. For we preach not ourselves, but Jesus Christ, or Christ Jesus, the Lord, and ourselves, your servants, for Jesus' sake. Verse 6. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined where? In our hearts. So we said and we have established that the light that we talked about in Genesis is talking about the truth of the word. It's talking about what? The truth of the word. The truth of the gospel. The gospel is the light. Now, it says this light shines where? In our hearts. That's where the seed is also planted. For understanding. To give the light of what? The knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. He commanded light out of darkness. And I'm going to show you something very important. And it's going to shift a little bit of, of what um, some of the things we had um, on the 14th. And that is very, very important or importante. Okay, Second Peter chapter 1 from verse 17 to 19. So number one, the light is the gospel or the truth of the gospel. Okay. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Verse 18. 
Then he goes to say, and this voice which came from heaven, we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. Verse 19. We have also a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto ye do well that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn. We have also what a more sure word of prophecy. Now, what is the scripture saying? Simple. The scripture is saying that when you receive the word, you first received it as a lesser light, but in prophetic form. What am I saying? We said in Genesis 1, 14, can we go there quickly? And God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night. And let them be for what signs and for seasons and for days and for what and for years. Now, Genesis 1, the verse number 2, verse 1 and 2. Let's read that quickly. It says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void tohu. And darkness was upon what? The face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Darkness was upon the waters. The Spirit of God moved upon what? The face of the waters. Verse 3. And God said, Let there be what? Light. And there was light. Where did He call the light from? Come on now. Where did he call the light from? Darkness. He called the light out of where? 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 Darkness. So, Paul in the book of 2 Corinthians is telling us the God who called light out of darkness. How do you call light out of darkness? And he says, that light has shined in our heart. Now, it's the same principle. He created two lights, two great, two lights, a greater light, a lesser light. Then he says, the greater light to rule over the day and the lesser light to rule over what? The night. Now, Psalm 136, please. Um... From the verse 1, don't worry, yes. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for his good, for his mercy endureth forever. Next one. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, God of God's, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks for the Lord for his mercy endureth. I think I'm going to, what verse am I looking for now? I think verse uh, 8. Go there. The sun to rule by day for his mercy, what? Endureth forever. Nine. 
the moon and stars to rule by night. And we said the word rule there means, it doesn't mean to shine. It means to what? Dominate. To have dominion. Okay? By night, for his mercy endureth forever. Now, we said that the moon does not have its own light. It receives light from where? The sun. Why? Because the sun is the force that generates light. It's a light-giving force. So when it gives its light, the moon does not have light by itself, but takes some of the light of the sun and then reflects it. So at night, we have light. But the light we are actually having is actually the light of what? The sun. So in actual effect, the sun actually rules both the day and what? Come on, huh? Yeah. The sun, because the sun, the moon's light is not from itself. Would have said the moon is on its own. The sun is on its own. But the moon takes its light from where? The sun. So the moon reflects the light of the sun. Wonderful. Now, if you understand this truth, and we said that this truth is a spiritual parallel, because Genesis 1, chapter 1, 1, 2, and 3 has nothing to do with the physical lights that were created, but it has to do with something that is what? Spiritual. Because we saw in 1 John 1, 5, that the scripture says God is what? Light. God is light. 1 John 1, 5. God is what? Light. So what he did was that when darkness was there, he superimposed himself over the darkness. And darkness gave way. So the God that calls light out of darkness, how does God call light out of darkness? That's what I'm going to. This is how he did it. If the sun rules both the night and the day, okay, spiritually, according to spiritual parallelism, the sun is the greater light, the moon is what? The lesser light. Now, and we have said in prophetic typology, now go back again to that first um, Peter, no, second Peter 1, 19 that we were reading, and I want to show you where I was going to. Now, it says, we have also a more sure word of prophecy. Okay. Whereunto ye do well that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until, until, up until. Okay. Now, so what were these prophecies? We said that the prophecies were the Old Testament scriptures that were written concerning Christ in typology, in parables, in similitudes. But up until 
the day dawn. The what? The day dawn. The word day dawn there means light producing. Now, Revelation chapter 2, verse 2. We'll come back here again. And the day star arise in your hearts. Not in the, not in the, in the air, not in the skies. Where? In your hearts. Revelation 2, 2 says, I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience and how thou canst not bear. Is that what I'm looking for? I don't think that's what I'm looking for. Hold on, hold on. Let me get my scripture right. So that... Uh, um, Revelations 2.28, sorry, 2.28. Revelations 2.28 says, and I will give him the morning star. Take note of that thought, keep it, okay? I will give him the morning star. Now, Revelations as well, Revelations 22 verse 16 It says, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning, come on, and what? Morning star. I'm the bright and morning star. So when Peter, in 2 Peter 1, 19, go back there again. It says, we have also a more sure word of what? Prophecy. In other words, he's saying that the words you have received before were in prophetic type. You heard them in prophecy. Isaiah prophesied and said, oh, unto us a, a, a son is given, a, a child is born, a son is given. Now, then you heard Micah also prophesied. You heard all these prophets and they were all speaking about a sure word of prophecy. A word that will come to pass. And he says, you took this word. You paid attention to it. But it was like a small light. In darkness. It was like what? A small light in darkness. Waiting for the dawn. When the true light itself. That dominates every other thing. Will appear. Are you listening to this? Now so that small light. That you are holding on to. Is the light of the night. Are you getting it? Is the moon. The light of the night. And that is a lesser light. So all the prophecies in the Old Testament, all the teachings of the prophets in the Old Testament were truths. They were called sure words of prophecy. In other words, they will not fail, but they were a lesser light. Waiting until the day dawn, until the what? The morning star will arise. And who was the morning star? Jesus. He said it himself concerning himself in Revelations. So he says that, he says, until the day dawn. When we talk about day dawn, we are talking about, it's, 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 it's the Greek word. It says that to, the, the light bearing force. So it's coming with light. So dawn, anytime we have dawn, it means light is about to appear, isn't it? Now, so what we are saying here in prophetic parallelism and typology is that 
the truths of the Old Testament were truths. They were sure words of prophecy, but they were like little light in the dark. What are those little lights in the dark? The moon, the star, the reflective light waiting for the greater light to appear. And that greater light was called out of darkness. In the midst of darkness, Jesus was called out. He came out and appeared unto all men. Praise God. I'm going somewhere with this. So, the Old Testament truths are truths, prophecies, but they are what we call what? Lesser truths. John 17, verse 17, the scripture says, Thy word is truth. Please, shall we go there? John 17, 17. Is it sanctify them through thy truth? Thy word is what? Truth. Thy word is truth. Thy word is truth. And truth is simply the light of the word. So the greater light is the truth of the gospel. The fulfillment of the prophecy that we were holding on to as a smaller light. So if you stay in the smaller light, you will stay in the night. You will stay in darkness. It's a small light, but it's a small light in what? In a dark place. In a dark place. So if you operate by the Old Testament and by the prophetic words of the Old Testament, they are truths, but they are lesser truths. Because there is a greater truth, and that greater truth is called the bright and the morning star. When he came and we received him, we stepped into that great light. We stepped also into the city called Zion. Hallelujah. Now, so, what does all this mean? We said in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 13, I'll say this and then say something else and then I'll close. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 13. It says, but all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For why? Are you reading with me? Don't just be clicking things there, okay? Read. Wait until I finish reading. Then move. Don't be in a hurry. But all things that are reproved are made what? Manifest by the light. For whatsoever does make manifest is light. In other words, truth is light. But there are different kinds of truth. There are different kinds of lights. And there are what? Different kinds of truths. There are lesser truths, but there are greater truths. And we said that the moon takes its light from where? The sun. So if the moon takes its light from the sun, what it means is that the sun rules over the moon. Is that true? 
If that is true, then it means the greater truth rules over what? The lesser truth. So even though they are truth, the greater truth rules over what? The lesser truth. What do I mean? If you're born again and you fall sick, maybe, say, God, I'm praying, Lord, heal me, heal me, heal me, Lord, heal me. And he comes to heal you and your body is healed. You say, oh, Jesus, thank you, Lord, for healing me. That is fantastic. As much as that is great, that is God's heart. But that is a lesser truth. And if you are operating in that, you will still be operating in darkness. Because you see, it's light, but light held on to in darkness. What is the greater truth then? The greater truth is this. The same spirit that rose Jesus from the grave. If that same spirit lives in you, that same spirit will quicken your mortal bodies. So sickness finds its way into your body, it will check out by itself. Why? Because the spirit of God has come to resident in your inner man. So you are not among those that are saying, I am sick. That's what the scripture says. None in Zion shall say, I am sick. Why? Because that is not the confession of Zion. There is a greater truth that has come to overthrow the lesser truth. Oh, God shall bless me. I shall be blessed this year. No, 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 no. That is a lesser truth. That is why the New Testament, the revelation of the prophecy of the old, says that we are all blessed with what? All spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, so what do you do? You walk in the blessing. The way you walk in that blessing understanding not just quoting it you can quote it until you are confused you can confess it until you are confused but you must get to the point and say man deceive not thyself I don't know this thing it's not working in me let me stay on this thing until it works in me so what do you do you give yourself an attention to that word until that word begins to produce in your life, then you can also come out and declare, I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. Are you hearing me? It's called the greater truth. <laughs> so, what then is the error of saying that we walk high, low, high, low, high, low? It cannot be. He called light out of your bohu. He called light out of what? Your tohu. He called light out of what? Your trasek. What is that? What does that mean? That simply means is that when you face darkness, don't sit there and cry. Be like your father. Call light out of that darkness. Are you hearing me? If he can call light out of darkness, it means there is nothing that is impossible for you. You can also call light out of every darkness. 
Are you hearing me? So you see a dark situation. You don't just say, ah, this is a low down for me. This is a low day for me. Ah, this is how I came to meet him. No. He says that when we meet the darkness, we call light out of that darkness. So don't say that today is my down day. No. When there is a downing, you will see there is a lifting. Are you hearing me? So when he says, I, he called light out of darkness, he says, this light is shining in our heart. What it means is that the revelation of that word has taken hold of our hearts. There is no more darkness. I don't see Tohu anymore. I don't see Bohu anymore. I don't see Trasek anymore. It means when I see them, I walk through them. That's why he says that you are the light of the world. He says, let your light so shine before all men that they may see. Who makes the light shine? I I'm the light, but I make the light shine. How do I make the light shine? I, when they see me, they see Christ. When they see me, they see my Christ. When they see me, they see health. When they see me, they see abundance. When they see me, they see open doors. I will not be complaining just like every other person in the world. For my light has come. The glory is risen. Are you hearing me? That is what it means to call light out of darkness. The prophet met a valley of dry bones, Ezekiel 37, and he got confused. Bohu, Trasek, Tohu. He said, ah, God, what should I do, Lord? The Lord said, no, I don't have anything to do. Anything you will do is in you. He says, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth, the word of faith which we preach. Speak to the dry bones. Say, really? Yeah, speak to the dry bones. He spoke. The Bible says, the valley began to make noise. Bone to its bone. I will develop this another day. Every original coding in each bone began to look for their original coding in another bone and connect themselves. They never lost the coding. The coding, but how did he do it? He spoke it. He called light out of darkness. Every darkness you see this year, call light out of it. Yeah. Don't say, ah, this is a confusing. Call light. Declare light. Call light. What am I saying? Don't sit down there and say, oh, no, this is a down day. No, 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 no. You are a repairer of the breaches. You are the one that restores the nations. We are the one that brings light. So anywhere we show up, light must show up. How do we do it? We call light out of darkness. The Bible says, he who call light out of darkness, that light is shining in your heart. So you meet confusing situations in 2020, don't sit down there and start crying. Are you mumu or something? God has given you what it takes to do it. He has put the word in your mouth. It's near you. That word of faith which we preach. Speak that word. Speak that word. I say speak that word. I say, speak that word. I say, speak that word. Speak that word to that situation. The prophet spoke to the dry bones. Bone to bone began to look for each other. Then he says, speak and declare breath come upon it. And the breath came. And he says, speak flesh and flesh came. How, where did they come from? It's not parable. These bones were dead. Yet they still retained their original coding. What was spoken from the beginning. When God said, let there be light, was still there, waiting for the prophet to speak. This year, you'll be the prophet of your own life. Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. You will speak it yourself. Amen. 
you will speak it yourself. Amen. You will tell that thing. You see, inanimate things have intelligence. They have understanding. That is why you can speak to a deaf ear. Deaf ear that didn't have any, can't hear anything. Head, how? Because inanimate things have what? They have understanding. They have ears. They can hear. They have intelligence. That's how God created the world. The first coding that was put in the creation has remained the same. Anything he said is still the same. If we would follow the same and say what he said in his word, we will get the same results that he got in his word. He called light out of darkness. The greater light to rule. And the greater light is greater revelation, greater truth. That greater truth is inside you. That's what I'm putting inside you. I'm planting seeds of greater truth. There are people that prefer to live in lesser truth. Let them live there. But you cannot live there. Amen. Are you hearing me? You cannot live there. You cannot say, I'm sick this year. When sickness comes, you tell that sickness, no, 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 no. This is Zion. You don't belong here. Get out. This is Zion. They come to your children. You say, no, these are seeds of Zion. Get out of here. When Satan attacks you from any area, don't shut your mouth. Open your mouth. Declare the greater truth. I say, declare the greater truth. Will you see things that may not be working? Oh, yes. You will see them. But he called light out of what? Darkness. How do you call light out of darkness? That's what I'm showing you. He called light out of darkness. In other words, he superimposed the truth, the revelation of who he is over what was existing. Last example, Moses. Moses, the people came to him. We want water. We want to drink. We want water. We want to drink. He said, really? You want to drink? You want water? How, how do you drink water? In this place? Guess what? God told Moses, speak to the mountain. Tell the rock to bring water. And he spoke to the rock. And the rock brought water. The rock had intelligence. That is why the scripture says, if you will not praise the Lord, these stones will praise. The rock had intelligence. So when he spoke and called water, water came. I don't know what you will call this year, but what you will call, you can call light out of darkness. I say you can call light out of darkness. Tohu, vabohu, irrespective. We don't care. Do you understand? We don't care whether it is tohu, it is bohu, or trasek. We don't care. Superimpose your light over the darkness. Praise God. I'll take questions now. Whilst I'm taking the questions, John chapter 5, verse 35. John 5, 35. 
So Jesus testifying of John the Baptist had this to say. He said, John the Baptist was a burning and a shining light. Sun, that is a, a description of sun, isn't it? A burning and a shining light is a description of the sun. And he says, ye were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. A burning and a shining light. If John was a burning and a shining light, and the scripture says, Jesus said concerning John, the least in the kingdom is greater than John. The least in this kingdom, if you are born again, the least of you is greater than this burning and shining light. What do you think you are? Hmm? If there's anything like shiniest, burniest, there may be. <laughs> John was a burning and a shining light. I'm a burning and a shining light. It means that the truth of the word will burn and shine in my life. It will cause darkness to give way. The light shineth in darkness and the darkness did not, was not, couldn't, fitting, able to handle it. Glory to the Lamb of God. If you choose to live in the lesser light, you will also walk in the night of your day. Amen? I hope you understood that. Because lights are different. If you choose to operate by the, the light of the moon, well, when, what time will you be operating? What time of the 24 hour will you be operating? Night until dawn. <laughs> Praying that the dawn should come. The dawn has already come. So if you live under the truth of the Old Testament, you'll be walking in light, but it will be a lesser light. You'll be frustrated. You'll be confused. you walk in darkness. What you need is the light of the day. And the light of the day is who? Christ. Wonderful. Let's take questions. <laughs> 